This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. The Weekly Transit. Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host, Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. Good morning, everyone. Scott, do not even start. (laughs) (laughs) You already had a full day. How are you? Full day, yes. Saw a client, had a class, yeah, and then drove up here. Luckily, there wasn't much traffic. Yay. So, yes. You're getting acclimated to your new routine of being in Long Beach and commuting? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not that bad. I Not also too far away. I also commuted today because I was in Orange County. Oh wow! Um, you my, went further than me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I had a full week. Week, I guess mm. it's been. There's a lot of birthdays in Scorpio season for me. Really? So I have my dad. No, I lied. Not my dad. He was in Libra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I have my mom right after that and she's on halloween and mm-hmm. then my niece is at the beginning of november so so wait, your mom is october 31st mm-hmm. oh wow and your niece is what day uh the fourth the fourth okay mm-hmm. cool so it was just like three birthdays all grouped together mm-hmm. so we went I had a really fun time i thought this we're still in scorpio season yeah and so i thought it would be fun to just explore some of my relationships and my family dynamics sort of mm-hmm. um so we went I went to Orange County and my sister wanted to take us all uh, roller skating. And I told my friend Jessica, who lives in San Diego, and she was like, oh, my God, I love roller skating. Can I come? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, of course. She's like, I hope I'm not like raining on your guys' like birthday celebration. I'm like, no, like. The more the merrier. Mm-hmm. So she was just, it, it was really amazing because I've known her for like over 10 years and She's never spent any real time with my family mm. and vice versa. My family's never really got to meet her. She was like, oh, are you sure your parents don't care? I'm like, they would love to meet you. They love meeting my friends. Yeah, totally. It makes everyone feel more connected. They were so excited to meet me. That yeah, was fun. right? <laughs> it just, yeah, you get to see another part of someone's world. Yeah. So anyways, she had a great time and she was like, oh my God, it was so nice meeting your family and just like, you know, being a part of it. She's like, I hope I can just come back. Like your sister wants to go roller skating. I want to bring my mom next time and. So just kind of like growing the family. And I yeah. feel like her and my sister has so much in common. They're super into plants. They're just like really into like wine. And anyways, I felt like they were like total buddies. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like kind of like beautiful, like growing of the family. Mm, I love it. It's a, it's a powerful energetic exchange where everybody felt felt lifted afterwards. Yeah. 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 Okay, good. Good. That's, you know, that's how we're sharing our magic during Scorpio season. You know, it's your friend wanted to make sure that she was going to be 
lifting your family by engaging. You're like, of course, like that would, (laughs) they would love to meet you. And she felt lifted. They felt lifted and everyone had a nice time. It sounds like. Yeah. You were also, you were asking about more like personal relationship Mm. or like romantic relationship stuff before we started. And I was like, I don't even want to talk about it, Mm. (laughs) but you know, I guess it just feels a little crunchy right now. I feel like I'm, kind of like I've levitated above some not bad choices, but choices I've made from like a place of not really knowing or not, or I thought I was being intentional, but maybe I wasn't like just picking partners that weren't suited for me. Mm -hmm. So there's still kind of like a separation. The, The guy that I was seeing for the last like year and a half were, we've still like worked on some projects together, but it doesn't feel like so romantic in nature anymore. So just I have him and then I have my long-term ex and we also work together Mm -hmm. and I'm just like okay how do I still work with these people I still love them and Mm -hmm. care about them there's a reason why I felt deeply connected to them but how do I get like the best parts of of these relationships which I feel like I'm really doing a good job of with my long-term ex I feel like this is the best we've ever gotten along and we're creating so much we have like a meeting uh, later today, we had one last week, just a creative meeting, mm-hmm. um, him, Megan and me just like brainstorming on all of our projects and figuring out how to all work together towards mm-hmm. our goals. And that feels like really inspiring. And it feels good in that dynamic. Yeah. With the two of them. Yeah. It feels very organic and uplifting and fun. We had like a four, 14 hour meeting. <laughs> it was like turned into like all night and then doing so many things and it was just really fun. So we're trying to really structure structure the meetings and the goals and kind of break them down into manageable projects Mm -hmm. and have it feel like more of a business because we all have ways that we help each other but making it just feel like you know we all work for ourselves yeah and it's like there's no person to come and be like okay did you do your to-do list it's just like always feels like you know we come in when someone really needs something we're like okay we want to finish this project i can help you but having it be more concrete Mm mm-hmm I think we will be able to complete our goals and kind of like help each other push for them when we're part of the project. I'm like, okay, well I'm producing your book. So did you finish your goals? Did you email the person? Mm-hmm. I'm on the email. I'm pushing the project forward, even mm-hmm. if they're not like present and engaging. Cause maybe they completed like, even with your book, it was like, okay, now we're at this point. What do I need from Chris? Like, okay. I need more design work. Okay. Now, you know, we're going to write uh, stuff to go on like Kindle publishing app and, mm-hmm. Just all of the little pieces like where I can fill in or push a project forward when someone's not and someone can do the same thing for me. So that's been, I just felt like that was like a really nice reflection of what I've gained out of this relationship is a really amazing working relationship. Wow. That's so interesting because it seems like just the stereotypical relationships tend to go from working to romantic Mm -hmm. and yours have gone from romantic to working. Although we worked together since we met each other. Yeah. So it was always like, I don't even know how much we would have connected if we didn't create together. Interesting. Yeah. The first thing we did was like shoot some photos in like the forest and then like made a music video. But not the other one with the person you're seeing right now. No, no, actually. Yeah. The current person was, it was romantic and then it turned into a work relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think it's kind of transitioning into maybe just a work relationship. Hmm. Interesting. Which feels a little, which feels a little like sticky for me because I do really like 
like him, but it just doesn't even make sense because it's, yeah, it's not, it's not, there's nothing happening. It's not going to progress into anything that I was hoping for. So that doesn't make sense for me. Hmm. And so, but what's crunchy about it? I guess rejection. (laughs) You feel rejected. Oh yeah. I feel like it just kind of started going a different direction than I would have hoped. And that feels really But is that a rejection? I mean, is that because of you? I mean, it's not necessarily because of me, but I don't know how you separate the two. Hmm. I mean, I don't know if anything's anyone's fault or anyone did anything. It's just, yeah, I don't know how to not feel rejected because I would like something different than what's happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like a rejection of the relationship, so to speak. Yeah, Yeah. totally. Which is. It is not a rejection of yourself, but it's right. like, well, I would like to be accepted. That's what I want, mm-hmm. but that's not what's happening. So that doesn't even make sense to want something that's not working or like not what you would like it yeah. to be. So are you entertaining new suitors? I am. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And? Yeah, we'll see. I went out on one date. Oh. It was very lovely. Uh-huh. I had a great conversation. How did you meet this person? Through an app. Which one? Uh, Hinge. Okay. And I had a great time, but I just, I don't know. I don't know. They're very nice and engaging and like really intelligent. They have a lot of great qualities. So I think we're going to go on like another date. I think. In, what was, was like you had weeks. a great time. What does that mean? You had a great time. Um, Engaging conversation. Okay. Intelligence, humor. Mm-hmm. There was an ease about it. And then I went on a one other date and it was Oh God! What happened? I, nothing happened. It was the boringest. The same. The same. App, yeah. Okay. It was the I when someone says bored to death, I literally thought I was gonna fucking crawl out of my skin. <laughs> In the first five minutes, what did, I was like, "Why? What did you do? What? Where, where'd you go?" We just went and got like a coffee. It was just mm. I've never been so bored, and I am really good at talking to people. Yeah. That's what I do all day. Totally. But I'm like, bitch, I am not. That's gonna, why you're here with me. <laughs> well, I'm here with you. Why I'm at the club. Like, I was just like, I don't even, I'm not even getting paid to talk to this person. And the interest level is just, you know, we always have something to talk about. Mm-hmm. We can talk for hours. Yeah. I don't ever feel like we're pulling our teeth to have no. a conversation. This was Time just flies so, when we're talking. so brutal. After <laughs> that, I was like, I do not, I, I actually uh, hid my account. I'm like, I don't, there's just, there's too many inquiries and having to engage feels like a lot. I was mm-hmm. like, I just don't know if I can do the whole online dating app thing. I'm like, maybe I'll go on another date with this one person, but it just feels like a lot of conversation. And like, I don't know if I'm really, not that I'm not ready. Like I would like a relationship, but I just, I'm going to focus on maybe myself. And if something happens organically, then that would be great. Hmm. But for the time being, I just felt like really overwhelmed by even just, even just planning a date, I'm just like, this person was like, that I had a good time with was just very accommodating. Mm-hmm. I had like driven to the wrong location. Just the, the whole, I was so out of sorts and I was so hungry when I got there and they were like, yeah. oh, should we walk to this other place? And I was like, honestly, I have driven halfway to the wrong place. I'm so hungry. I cannot make a decision right now. I don't know what to do. And they were like, oh, okay, this is where we'll eat. This is what we'll do. Does that sound good to you? Yeah. I was like, yes, perfect. Thank you for deciding that. Like, they just made it feel like, it was you know, easy. we've always been friends. It was easy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was like, okay, there's one person that I was like, this feels 
like an easy connection. And then mm-hmm. the other person was just, it was the, the absolute worst, mm. worst case scenario. <laughs> well, there's a couple things I wanted to say here. Um, but okay. The first one that's top of mind is just that like for you, Scorpio season is like work season for you because the planets are moving through the sixth house which is associated with the sixth sign, which is Virgo. So it's about getting your life in order and organized, organized and okay. your health and everything. And then once the planets are halfway through Sagittarius, because, you know, your your ascendant is Gemini, opposite Gemini is Sagittarius. So halfway through Sagittarius... So let's say like the first week of December and the first week of December is when the sun starts moving into the house of marriage, which is when relationships are maybe more top of mind. And that will be in Sagittarius season. Yeah. Which is like you're feeling lighter and more uh-huh. adventurous and more fun anyways. Exactly. Now that you got all the heavy shit out of the way. Exactly. Yeah, that's definitely how I'm feeling right now where I'm just like, I have all these health issues going on and I'm just like going to all these doctor's appointments and then like, yeah, I'm just feeling That's a little sick house. That's what this is about. Yeah. So I feel like that really needs to be my priority. Cause I want, if I'm going to meet somebody, I would like to just be present mm-hmm. and also kind of, you know, just healing a little bit from whatever wasn't working. It's been kind of a long time of, um, kind of disconnecting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe just a little more time to organize my life and, Maybe compartmentalize my feelings, mm-hmm. kind of like uh, releasing whatever was happening there. That's it. That's so I it. can feel like good about our interactions. Yes. Yes. Healed, Healed. in some way. Transforming. Scorpio yeah. season's about going through that transformation. It's a transformation of we're feeling more connected to one another and we are really keen off of those connections it can be draining it can be exhilarating but it's intense either way and as we begin to sort of understand the meaning behind these connections then we recognize what we need to maybe release and let go of Mm -hmm. And what we would like to cultivate deeper. And what we cultivate deeper should be more of like what you were talking about. Where the you went on the one date and it was just easy. Mm-hmm. And it was fun. Because when the planets move into Sagittarius, it's about freedom. So, which bonds are you forming where you feel free? That's where we're headed right now. Yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. I mean, another thing I wanted to touch yeah, on is yeah. like, even just the idea of like sleeping with someone else or being intimate with somebody mm-hmm. else feels like, I don't know if I'm really ready for that. Mm-hmm. And also I'm just like, how do you even, it feels like very off-putting to me at the moment, especially working at the club. I'm like, I really have to like somebody to have any sort of like physical affection happening. So that also just, I'm kind of like, uh... If you're going on a date, that person probably is looking for that type of a connection. And I'm not saying I won't have it, but I just feel kind of overwhelmed by all of the things happening in my life. And I feel like, yeah. Do you think working at the club like sort of 
desensitizes you to that a little bit where or the op- you, the opposite it makes you more sensitive to it yeah i'm just like don't touch me you're right. not giving me any money right <laughs> like okay. this is ha- gonna have to be something serious or yeah. i don't i'm ha- want to have nothing to do with you okay right wow interesting yeah yeah like yeah i feel like my personal space has been invaded enough where i'm just like it would have to yeah there would have to be something in the perfect alignment for that to even be like interesting mm-hmm. to me and do you know the signs of the persons that you no no you don't like to look at that you like to just go organically and see also anytime someone finds out that i'm doing this then that's all they want to talk about and i'm just like oh wait doing what like this the, podcast, the podcast. Oh, yeah okay yeah. and so weirdly sometimes i get really turned off about it where i'm like I don't want to give you a fucking reading because people are always like, oh, well, what does this mean? And what does that mean? I'm like, I don't know, bitch. You go look it up. Go get your chart read. That's not what I'm here for. Somebody said something like, oh, well, you know, I gave you a tip about this. Like, I thought you were going to tell me more about my like life. Like what? Is this like at the club or something? No, no. It was through the the app. Oh. And I'm just like, I don't want to read your whole chart. Mm -hmm. I want to see if we have any organic chemistry. And if I, if there's some sort of interest level then I would maybe like to look into that. But hmm. I'm just like, I kind of feel like it's a waste of time because you just have to have organic chemistry. You can on paper have all the things, but that doesn't mean you're going to always hit it off. So I'm hmm. like, I would rather save that for, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm having some sort of an interest. I want to know more about you instead of like, I mean, an app. I'm like, you don't really know anybody. You have to at least spend like a few hours with them before you like, before I even really care about that for me at least. Hmm. Scott okay. likes to know everyone's because yeah. he like I gotta know it. He can like predict the future with it. No, me. I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> I'm not saying that, but I I definitely feel like if I see this planet in connection with that planet or whatever, then I just know that I know what that chemical sort of combination. But is you're going really to bring. into the into the matchmaking. Yeah, I feel like I'm like I'll just take a little spontaneity and it's then not you. I, yeah, yeah, that's not you, and that's <laughs> fine. Like. It totally makes yeah, more it, sense. It really <laughs> m- makes me like feel weirdly angry when they're really? like, in- yeah, when they're just like, I want to know all about that. I'm like, that's also not like who I am. Yeah. I'm like, exactly. we're not really getting to know each other. You're getting to know about yourself. What does that have to do with me? Mm, yeah. And that's an important one. That's, that's such an important question for you to always ask yourself with that Aries North note is what does that have to do with me? Yeah, totally. What does that have to do with me? Nothing? Okay, then I, I don't I mean, care. it's nice that someone's, like, interested <laughs> in what I'm interested in, but I also feel like it's just such a not, like, it's just a hot topic right now, and so people are just like, oh, Is I want to know more. Astrology. Astrology, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I also kind of feel like people can kind of judge you either way. They're like, oh, are you Christian? Are you into, st-? or, like, if you're into astrology, like, religion or astrology is very, like, divisive. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I could like somebody that has opposite views of me. I totally could. Yeah. But not if we upfront know all the little things about each other where we're like, oh, I don't like that about you. I don't like this about you. Hmm. And I'm just like, well, maybe you would have great organic chemistry. Like some of my best friends, we don't have the same exact views on a lot of things. So I don't want to like close myself off by like, I don't really talk about, I don't like to talk about politics really. Yeah. Because I feel like that's just, we're not all going to agree. And then Mm -mm. also if you can be close to someone who has opposite view, then you can like. I don't know. He, anyways. No, absolutely. You can be like more open to humanity. Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. And that's a big lesson that we're all learning right now with Saturn, responsibility, in Aquarius, which is that broader view. It's about individualism. So it's like we have to work hard right now to recognize and appreciate that not everyone's going to think like you. And that's actually a good thing. That's more than okay. That's how it's supposed to be. We're all meant to be unique in our own way. Before we get into the week, I wanted to share a couple of things. Please. One, that we have this lovely book over here. What's that? Oh. um, Did you want to show that? Yes. So the holidays are coming up. Number one, Scott does personal readings, but also if you go to the website, theweeklytransit.com, you can buy gift readings. And also the book that we wrote last year is available for purchase. It's $10 for a download for your Kindle, or it's $30 for the book. You can get it on Amazon. It's called The Basics of Astrology. All the links are everywhere, but it's a really nice compliment to a reading. If someone's really interested in astrology, The podcast is meant to go with the book and it's meant to go with the website where there's a blog. It has all the slides that we show on here. It's kind of decoding the language and it's more about learning the language as opposed to just, uh, you know, listening to the advice every week. So if you want to take it deeper, the book is really awesome and you should go to the website and check out the blog as well. Yes. And then if you want to sponsor the podcast, the link is in the show notes. It's $1, $5 or $10. We really appreciate any generosity you have, if we're helping you navigate the stars more gracefully, we would love any love you want to send our way, whether that's money or a positive review or just sharing the podcast with somebody that you care about. And what else? Oh, if you go to the show notes also, you can click on any of the days of the week. So if you just want to skip ahead, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday, you click on the day, it goes right to that time marker. So you don't have to re-listen to the whole episode. If you're just trying to find out something for one day of the week. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I had one other announcement. I forgot to mention the last podcast, and I should have mentioned the last episode, but totally forgot. But Shara and I, we have released the new season, episode one. Episode two will come out this week, but the new season of The Uncharted Territories, which I do with... Our friend Shara Prophet, who is an amazing hypnotherapist and medium. And Shara connects to these public figures. This So last season we did JFK, RFK, Bruce Lee, Brandon Lee, Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson. Who else did you? Prince. And I'm forgetting a few others. But this season, we're doing JFK Jr. A bunch of royalty. And then Princess Diana and Princess Margaret. These, Shara and I, <laughs> we, we really, we're, we're talkers, so. Yeah, they have, <laughs> they have really good chemistry. So it was supposed to be one episode per person, and it turned it into two episodes per person. And then three. And then three. <laughs> and so I've been doing the editing for them, and I don't really care about public figures or history. That's really not something that I really, it just doesn't interest me. But once they started this, they asked if I could edit it. And I told them after there was one that was like too long. I'm like, it's getting a little long. Maybe we can break it up into two, but it's super interesting. I absolutely love it. They go into Scott's really into history. So he researches the shit out of these people 
and then he does their birth charts and then Shara goes in blind and she's a medium. So she's just like, this is the messages I get. I meet with their spirit and she just kind of tells a story about their candid conversations and then they just go back and forth with Scott's fact checking and the <laughs> astrology charts and whatever like amazing, interesting, super deep conversation they have about this public figure's life. So it's pretty fucking dope. Awesome. I, yes. I highly recommend it. <laughs> Thank you, Ingrid. Wow. So, so that's the Uncharted Territories. It's on Spotify. It's on all the stuff. All Yeah, all the streaming platforms. And on YouTube, we're also going to be streaming it on YouTube. And the links will be in the show notes here as well. And I also wanted to mention one other thing. Hopefully this is done by the time this podcast is aired, but somebody cloned me or whatever on on Instagram and was pretending to be me through various fake accounts that was kind of like the Weekly Transit, but not the Weekly Transit. It was like Weekly Transits or Weekly Transit missing a letter or something like that. Yeah, they're just reposting all of like the stuff that's already on there. And mm -hmm. then they're DMing people saying, hi, I'm Scott. I have like a psychic hit about you and I want to give you a reading Venmo me or PayPal me and shit. Yeah. Scott is never going to DM you saying, I want to give you a reading honey or sweetie beloved or hi beloved. That's what people are saying. (laughs) But also, I mean, everyone out there, if you're into this sort of thing, I get these DMS from people once a week from saying, I feel called to give you Uh a healing or a something. So if anyone's DMing you ever, it's not a real person right. and that's a fake account. So you should maybe look into it a little bit, especially if it's somebody that you already like and follow. Mm-hmm. Cause now, cause they've started following me. I'm like, why did you follow me? Cause now I'm the one that's reporting you. There's yeah. a weekly, one of them yeah. already got canceled or taken down. And then now there's another one already. Yeah. So please report and block these individuals. Uh, like Ingrid said, I will never DM you and solicit you for anything period. Like if if you want to work with me, you have to contact me. You can go to my website and schedule a reading, but I'm not going to reach out to you and say, Hey, I've got a psychic hit, hit beloved. Please, uh, let me give you a reading. No, like I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm frankly too busy to do that. And I, I really feel for these people that are doing that and trying to impersonate me. It's like, get a life. It makes me feel violent. I fucking hate scammers. I hate them. Get a life. It's really shameful behavior. So it's very upsetting. And thank you to everyone who's contacted me to let me know. I've had dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of messages and I appreciate everyone that's contacting Instagram. I can't see these accounts because, of course, they've blocked me. So I look them up and they don't exist. Um, but hopefully everyone contacting Instagram will get them shut down. Okay, now I got scared that it's not recording. Okay, and I feel check. Like I'm pretty sure it's not recording. Oh, my God. Okay, good. <laughs> Okay, every single episode I get scared because one time we didn't record somehow the video. But as you were talking about all this, I just totally disassociated. Was like, I know I didn't press record. I know it. You did. Thankful. Thank God. Thank you, Ingrid. And then, and then, do we want to read the sponsors? There's getting like an absurd amount of them, honestly. Okay. So is I don't it, know. Is it too long? Is the list? We've got 25 sponsors. Um, is that? Too many. Is it too is it too ridiculous? To, I don't to, know. Let's just do it one more time. Okay. 
Okay. Thank you, Larry, Deborah, Haley, Libby, Janelle, Clarissa, Janine, Ricky, Amaranth, Vincent, and Michelle, Catherine, Merdinas, Brenna, Stephanie, Cassie, Grace, Lori, Carrie, Annie, Brooke, Johnny, Joanne, and Amber. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so <laughs> much for supporting us. We Yes. It really means so much to us. Yes. Love it. Should we move into the week, Ingrid? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So I'm kind of excited about this week. Uh, this is the week of November 14th to the 20th. It's a big, a lot of trans- transformation. This is, we're kind of in the in the latter stages of the transformation through Scorpio season. The sun remains in Scorpio all week, but Mercury and Venus both transition into Sagittarius, which is going to bring a different frequency, a different flavor. So we really want to make sure that we're really delving into the dark corners of our deepest relationships, our karmic relationships, and and look at how this energetic exchange is working. Because when the planets transition into Sagittarius... That's when one of two things happen. Either you are feeling free and excited and ready to to just dance through life or you are lighting fire to everything around you just to break free. Okay. So on Monday, November 4th, we're looking at four planets. We're looking at the sun, the giver of light, life, and vitality, and Mercury, the messenger of the gods, guide of souls to the underworld, the planet of consciousness, communication, and coordination. Both of these planets are transiting through the fixed water signs symbolized by the scorpion, Scorpio. The sun is aligning in a very positive way, a trine with Neptune, the god of fresh water and the sea, the planet of illusion, deception, compassion, and intuition, which is retrograde in the sign that it rules, the mutable water sign symbolized by the fish Pisces, while Mercury, messenger of the gods, guide of souls to the underworld, connecting with the lord of the underworld, Pluto, the god of death, planet of transformation, the planetary ruler of Scorpio, transiting through the cardinal earth sign of Capricorn, which is symbolized by the goat. So... There's healing today. There's yeah. transformation today. It's like how can I how can I look deeply into my karmic bonds and show both myself and the ones that I'm bonded to compassion? What do I need to transform about the way that I'm communicating? How can I communicate with greater authority? And through that authority, respect. Speaking to those that I'm bonded to with respect and through speaking to them in that way, receiving respect from them in turn. I mean, it's a trine, so it's going to be easier day than most. Healing is not always uncomfortable. And also just having a better understanding, I think, and having that compassion does make it an easier day. Hmm to like integrate whatever these new transformation of the relationship you're able to just accept it 
Yeah. And like you said, have compassion for the other person because we can easily just be like, well, this is what I want and I'm not getting what I want. <laughs> and then you're like, this is just not how life works. No one's doing anything on purpose to you. Hmm. Things are just not, you know, you can write a whole list of all the things you want to happen, but it doesn't always go that way. And having these certain expectations of other people, you can't expect people to just be what you want. Everyone is their own person. So accepting them for who they are will be very healing for yourself. Hmm. I'm so talking maybe it's to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You know, it's one of those things. It's like the advice you give other people is the advice you should, you, you really want to give yourself. It's, well, it's, so, yes. it's also so much easier said than done. Cause I was totally like, I always was, is. I was having a meltdown and they were just like, well, you know, why can't you just feel different? Because, you know, logically this, and I'm like, yeah, I understand logically, but I still feel sad, you know, like, yeah to actually integrate the healing is a whole nother story, like letting go and releasing and having like some sort of emotions that go with it to like close out that chapter are also important. So it's like, hmm. it's really hard to have that balance. Cause I'm like, logically, yeah, I know all these things and I've told myself these things, but it's like, I don't know how you, you can't make anything go faster than it goes except for it to be open to the healing and to address the feelings as they come up. Cause hmm. Well, when you think of Mercury, Mercury is the planet of logic. It's the planet that rules the mind, but it's in the most sort of illogical sign, Scorpio. But it's the sign of transformation. So it's like transforming your mind and then connecting to Pluto, which is the planet of transformation, the planetary ruler of Scorpio. Pluto's in Capricorn, which is expectation. So it's mm. like transforming the expectations of your passion and articulating it in your mind and connecting it to your body in a way where you're like, okay, it's not what I want it to be. And I can see that logically, but I can also accept that feeling within myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the Neptune energy here is hopefully allowing you to show yourself compassion where you're like, I'm not being rejected. This person does not want out of relationship what I want. I want something different. So what's really being rejected is my Ideal, my idealism of the relationship is not being met, but it can be met maybe with somebody else. Yeah, I do think that. Yeah, it's definitely a gift to have, be, to be able to get to the point where you can actually have access to the logic. Because a lot of the times we're just in denial, mm-hmm. and we're like, "Oh no, that's not what's happening." Yeah, the fact that you're there is like a huge step. Yeah. In the right direction. So just, you know, remembering to tap into the logic because mm-hmm. we're always going to have feelings that just we're human beings, but logically knowing these things will, will make it easier. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Awesome, Ingrid. Thank you for that reflection. Tuesday, November 15th. So... We're looking at two planets, but three signs, because one planet is transiting from one sign to the next. But before it does, we're talking about Venus, Lady Luck, the goddess of love and beauty, the planet of relationships in Scorpio, forming again that positive trine with Jupiter, Lord of Justice. 
the god of thunder, the planet of luck and expansion, so Lady Luck, and the planet of luck, Jupiter, Jupiter, the other planetary ruler of Pisces, also transiting through Pisces, so Neptune and Jupiter in Pisces, so much healing here, so much opportunity for healing, multi-generational opportunity, the next time these two planets will be together in Pisces is 2176. So you may be here, but not in your current body. You may be someone else by then. So luck and relationships, expansion, the unconscious, the planet Lady Luck in the sign of karmic bonds. This is some more healing here to relationships and really looking into those deep, dark crevices of those bonds, taking an expanded, elongated look. Why did I bond with this person? Yeah. Where does that come from? Where within my unconscious drew that person in? It's like they say, like, your unconscious is fueling your conscious and your conscious is fueling your unconscious. So why did I draw this person into my life? What was I attracted about? About What was I attracted in him? And how can I forgive myself for that? Yeah, I think a lot of self-forgiveness for yeah. not being aware of all of the things at the same time. It's like we just have to come into these lessons when they appear. You can't force yourself to learn a lesson just like when other people are trying to give you advice and you didn't ask for the advice. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't really incorporate it. It's like you're not ready. You're not ready. It's You're, like trying to feed a baby steak. Yeah. They, they you, can't eat it. <laughs> yeah. It's like it just has to happen when it happens. Yeah. And to be gentle with yourself. Yes. Yes. Really being compassionate with yourself. Because you can easily get really mad at yourself. You're like, why did like, why do I always do this? Mm-hmm. Why do I always do the same thing? It's like, mm-hmm. well, healing is like little baby steps, you know, like it's just incremental every time we learn a new lesson. And even though we're really tired of learning lessons, it's just, it's like how it goes. There's going to be another lesson. Always. Till the day you die. God, it's so annoying. (laughs) I'm always like, this is not real life. Earth sucks. I don't want to learn anymore. I'm tired. Oh, come on, Ingrid. Come on. But I feel like there's like always like all these little micro things that maybe we don't see. And then they'll be like, all of a sudden you look back and you're like, oh shit. Yeah. I think was it last week or maybe two weeks ago? I feel like we we started talking about like integrating the two parts of myself, mm-hmm. and yes, I didn't even really realize it till we had the conversation that you have two parts of yourself. That I well, that I had really separated the two parts mm-hmm. of myself, kind of lying but not yeah. lying yeah. about who I was, and now uh-huh. I'm like have kind of merged into one person and how powerful that was. But I really didn't see it till the moment we had a conversation, and I was like, oh shit, I did a bunch of, of work. Yes. I didn't even notice. Yes. You know, it was like hard work along the way, feeling like nothing was happening, but you look back and you have changed. So yeah. knowing that even when it doesn't feel like you're changing, like eventually you'll look back and be like, oh, okay, all that work was worth something. Mm. I'm better than I was yesterday or the day before or last year or. Yes. So what would you like to forgive about yourself through your partnerships? What would you like to forgive your partners for? And the reward of this forgiveness happens when Venus transits, which it will do later today on Tuesday, November 15th, 
transit into Sagittarius, the mutable fire sign symbolized by the archer and ruled by Jupiter, which we were just talking about. So you forgive yourself and now you you can be free. You feel lighter. Yes. You don't forgive yourself and you light yourself on fire or you light everything around you on fire. Yeah. So... I mean, these all feel like gifts. It's like we should be mm-hmm. taking advantage of this time where it does feel easier to do the healing work. Yes. So Venus is in Sagittarius from November 15th to December 9th. This is a time for you to ask yourself, how can I be free in my relationships? Like the bonds have been solidified now or they're solidifying. I should feel solid with those that I'm bonded to which means that I can go do what I want and they're not trying to micromanage or control me. If they are trying to micromanage and control me, then I may be lighting everything on fire to escape their control. For those that were born with key astrological points or planets in Virgo or Pisces, there could be challenges with relationships during this period because Virgo, mutable earth, Pisces, mutable water, square off with Sagittarius, mutable fire. Fire scorches earth, boils water, and water and earth extinguish fire. The last time Venus was in Sagittarius was October 7th to November 5th, 2021. So think back to those dates for clues on what could be in store for you this time around as Lady Luck transits through the wildfire, mutable fire sign of Sagittarius. Wednesday, November 16th, we're looking at Jupiter again in Pisces, now connecting with Mercury in Scorpio. So this is sort of a theme that we've that we've picked up over the last couple of weeks, Ingrid, if, if maybe you've you're aware, like how we have different planets connecting to the same planet like the faster moving planets like the sun mercury and venus connecting to slower moving planets so it's like i think of it as i said last week and maybe the week before i think of it as like a different instrument playing the same note so on on tuesday we had venus in scorpio aligning with jupiter in pisces Today, we have Mercury in Scorpio aligning with Jupiter in Pisces. So, Tuesday was the senses and relationships. Today is the mind and communication. So, yesterday we were feeling we were feeling a shift, but maybe we didn't know logically what was exactly happening. So, today we can kind of collect our thoughts, kind of mm-hmm. analyze whatever feelings sensory feelings we were having yes maybe yesterday you didn't have the words but today you're able to articulate what you were feeling yesterday so so what would you what is the message that you would like to share with those that you're bonded with and how can you bring greater compassion to that message and do you have the ability to listen compassionately to those that you're bonded to What questions would you like to ask them? And are you compassionate enough to listen? 
Thursday, November 17th. Now Mercury follows Venus as it has been into Sagittarius. Mercury, the planet of communication in Sagittarius. It's going to be in Sagittarius transiting through November 17th to December 6th. The last time Mercury transited through Sagittarius was November 24th to December 13th of 2021. So think back to those dates for clues on what could be in store for you this time around. But the filter is being ripped off. Now, <laughs> like we're not, Scorpio is hidden <laughs> and Sagittarius is out in the open. You know, this is dancing naked around the fire on the beach. You know, it's like letting it all hang out, telling everybody exactly what you think, how you see it, speaking your truth. So if you haven't integrated the dark areas, this is where they can kind of come out in... This is the lighting, every, really lighting everything on fire Exactly, right exactly. You might put your foot in your mouth too. Well, yeah, well, if yesterday you were really doing the work, if you've been doing the work all week really, mm-hmm. and then yesterday you were like analyzing it and you were really like understanding it more with the mercury energy, and then today it moves into Sagittarius, it's like, okay, now you can speak whatever you what is whatever you've been feeling from Tuesday you're mm-hmm. able to speak it without lighting everything on fire you can be direct without it being mean or like misplaced you've already analyzed all your feelings you know what you're thinking you're not just spouting off yeah well it might feel good to say it and to hear it as well because it feels very open and honest and we're on on we all have an understanding that yeah, speak your mind. Uh, even if it doesn't, even if it isn't what I agree with, yeah, I'm happy to hear you say what you think. Well, that also just it clears the air. It helps healing when you are open and honest with each other. Yes, it allows for like just understanding and space and compassion to happen. When things are hidden, that's when things get like very. It's sticky. Well, yeah. If they've been, if you've been hiding something this whole time, and now it comes out, it's like, oh my god! It, I didn't realize you felt that way. You know, like why didn't, why didn't you say something? Exactly, Jesus. You know, so it can be intense. There, there may be arrows flying verbally here, but hopefully, you've done the work to open up during Scorpio season, and now it feels good to be open and vulnerable and free in the way that you're expressing your thoughts whoa Friday (laughs) crazy Friday November 18th we're looking at five different planets again same note different instrument where we've got the sun in Scorpio now aligning with Pluto in Capricorn so this is what Mercury was doing on Monday Mercury was aligning with Pluto in Capricorn on Monday and now it's the sun so Mercury that gave us the ability to transform our mind in how we're communicating and processing our mental thoughts with those that we're bonded to Friday we're embodying that transformation it's more than just words it's it's through my entire expression you see it within me from head to toe and how I engage in my bonds. And maybe that's part of the Venus and Mercury in Sagittarius is that freedom energy 
has allowed me to truly transform into the person that I'm meant to be or the person that I desire to be and how I'm engaging with other people. And then there's three other planets. So we've got Neptune again, which we talked about earlier this week in Pisces, aligning with the moon, the planet of emotions, in the mutable earth sign symbolized by the Virgin, Virgo, And the moon and Neptune are both aligning with Mars, the god of war, the planet of action, aggression, and conflict in the mutable air sign symbolized by the twins, Gemini. So this is the tension. We've got the moon opposing we got the moon opposing Neptune, and then Neptune and the moon both squaring off with Mars. Yeah, I see this being uncomfortable. Like Virgo Virgo moon, you're going to be critical of the emotions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Gemini, Mars and Gemini. And yeah, then yeah. <laughs> Mars and Gemini is, is just kind of aggressive in your communication. Mm-hmm. So you're like, you're feeling hot about your emotions to begin with. You're criticizing someone else's feelings or your own. And then you're communicating about it. And it is just like, it's a lot. But mm-hmm. it is connected to the healing world with Pisces, Neptune and Pisces. But... But Neptune also it, brings confusion. So maybe... It just yeah. all feels really... Yeah, it feels very confusing and kind of just like agitating. When you think of Mars squaring off with Neptune... You're going to a fight in the fog? Well, you're, you're driving... It's like driving a car 100 miles an hour through the fog yeah. where you can only see like a foot in front of yourself. So. That is a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. You're going to crash into something. So, so it's just like slowing down, slow down, slow down, take your time with everything, not only today, but in the days surrounding this day, because Mars is squaring off with Neptune for a few days. I, I could have added it in here more, but there is already enough going on. But let's say Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all these days, you, you just really want to take your time. And that's where the compassion comes in. Take your time and really gather the facts, gather the information. Is what, is what I'm picking up intuitively truly what is going on in reality? Let's gather the information. Let me ask the questions. Now, the moon in Virgo, that can bring a little bit of angst because it's like everything needs to be in order and perfect. But at the same time, it can also be well, let's slow down and take a look at the details. Let's make sure that what I am feeling is actually what this person is. I mean, Virgo is all about like organizing and like lists. Maybe you're writing down. Okay. What is, what is going on? Yes. You're writing down a list of questions that are, that are coming from your intuition. It's like, I had a dream last night. I thought you were going to do this to me or you, you felt this way about me writing it all down. Like, do you feel this way? Why would you do that? What if this situation happened? How would you react? Whatever it may be. And writing also is such a great tool for, it helps you to slow down. Mm-hmm. I feel, I don't write all the time or journal all the time, but when I'm feeling particularly bad, that's a way that I use to process things. And I think it's especially helpful because it does, it helps you slow down and actually analyze the things instead of once you communicate, it's like, well, if you spent some time first writing it out, maybe you wouldn't come out of the gate sounding like a crazy person and just like burning everything down. It's like, you don't want to get in a fight cause that's not useful. 
you can have a disagreement or, you know, bring new things to light or uncomfortable topics without it being awful. Mm -hmm. The more you're in touch with yourself, the easier the conversation is going to go. Yeah, that's a great point. Like writing down your thoughts is literally allowing you to look at what you're thinking. (laughs) It is. You can see what you're thinking because a lot of times I... I don't remember anything that I'm saying half the time. Like people will say like, oh, it's such a great podcast and really love. What did we talk about? I don't remember. Like, I don't know. Like, well, we only even have like the the notes for it. We do immediately afterwards. Yeah, because I'll forget. Yeah. I don't remember what we talk about after it's over. Even if I edit the episode afterwards, I have like no recollection. I'm like, wait, there's, I mean, we talk about it all the time. So it's like, there's always something new. Totally. But when I write the... When I write the forecast, I have to go through and read it out loud. Because if I don't, and there probably might still be mistakes in there, so I apologize if there are, but uh, if I don't, then there's, you know, so many. I'll I'll read it out loud, and I'm like, what am I even trying to say here? I don't even know what I'm trying to say. (laughs) So sometimes that might be actually how I sound. This is allowing us to slow down and through the slowing down it will help us transform in the way that we need to in order to assimilate or facilitate the deepening of the bond I love that Mm. I love that Saturday Mm. November 19th now this is something we're going to be looking at for the next several days into next week as well but Mercury and Venus, the messenger and the goddess of love, riding side by side through Sagittarius. So any children that are being born today in the, in the coming days, they're going to be very free-spirited, free-thinking, free-communicating individuals. And that's how we might all be feeling over these days where everything is just kind of flowing out and words are just coming and yeah, you got a thought, Ingrid. Well, Tell when, me. When we've been working on this all week about mm-hmm. doing the healing and communicating mm-hmm. shit, it's like we got all this weight This was on us off, so then we can be free. We can be free mentally. We can be free, like, even in just, like, our personal space from our relationships to just be like, oh, I already got it all off my chest. There's no weight on me. Everyone's just going to feel lighter. They can do or say what they want because yes. they've gotten that initial crunchiness off of yes. their... Yes, hopefully we're able to let loose, especially in our close personal relationships. And as we move on to Sunday, November 20th, you see Venus and and Mercury are still together, conjunct in Sagittarius. But now we're also looking at the sun. This is the third instrument that has played this note this week. First, it was Venus. Then it was Mercury. Now it's the sun aligning with Jupiter. So taking an expanded look one final look at who we're sharing our magic with who we're exchanging energy with how we feel about this exchange do you feel lifted or do you feel drained by those that you are bonded to are these people that you want to plan a future with or is the future cloudy and and you don't even know where it's going to go if so what would you like to transform about yourself or yourself within this bond in order for it to further along? Or is it time to 
move on. Venus and Mercury together in Sagittarius is maybe giving you that lift that you need, that boost of courage that you need to actually say the things that you've been wanting to say for the last month or six months or a year, who knows how long, that you haven't been able to say. Now you might just find yourself saying it to the point where when the words come out of your mouth, you can't even believe that they're at, you can like see, like when you see the words coming out of your mouth and you're like, I can't believe I just said what I just said, (laughs) but it needed to be said. I mean, it always, it almost always needs to be said. If you've sat and thought about it and you know, you want to say it, it's like, you just have to pick a moment. And sometimes you need that extra push to be like, oh fuck, did I really just say that? Maybe it's going to. Like yesterday, there was some sort of transformation happening, right? It's like sometimes we're really scared because we don't want things to change. And yes. if we say the thing, we know it's going to shift a relationship. But yes. we're not going to feel good or be light or be free at all if we're just stuffing all of our shit. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So, Yeah, this is not a time to swallow your tongue. This is a time to say what's on your mind. To let it fly. And then I don't think we really have any questions for the okay. week. Okay. But I did just want to, I think we already talked about it at the top. Yeah. A lot of the questions get really specific about people's birth charts, the houses, mm. the all of the stuff. So if you have any questions like that, that's not going to apply to most people. You can get a reading. Scott even has like shorter readings. There's like 30 minutes. You can maybe write a list of a couple questions you want to ask him before. And he's like very articulate <laughs> and can go deep. So if you have any of these questions that you write us on here and we don't answer them, get a little mini reading like one of the shorter ones, if you just have one question you want to ask, I'm sure he'll go super deep or you can go and sign up for like one of the moon cycle classes. You, yeah. They're always like very small. There's like eight to 10 people in there. Yep. So there's a lot of one-on-one time and he looks at each person's birth chart specifically. So you do learn a lot about astrology and there's time for personal questions. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you, Ingrid. Mm-hmm. I also wanted to remind people that are listening on the other side of the earth, Australia, New Zealand, Singapore, we're talking about Sunday. That's your Monday because you're a day ahead of us. Yay. Yeah. All right. Well, I will see you next week. Scott. I'll see you next week, Ingrid. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon, full moon class at theweeklytransit.com.